bringing you news from LaPorte to Lagrange counties and Interstate 94 to US 24. This is Newsbeat Machina, your podcast of news and community information. Good evening, folks, and welcome to Newsbeat Michiana with your host, me, Rachel, TGIF. It was a long week at work, and guess what? I still have to work tomorrow. Anyways, folks, I hope you had a glorious day, and I hope everyone has a good weekend, and let's get down to it. And today on August 12th, we have famous birthdays. I'm looking through the list, people, and I don't see anybody I recognize besides Sir Mix-a-Lot, who who has the hit out, Baby Got Back. He's 58 today. Everyone on this list, they're famous, but I have no idea who they are. But I'd like to give a little shout out to everyone that's celebrating a birthday today and in the rest of the world as well. Happy birthday, everybody. Folks, I'd love to give you a follow-up on that police officer, Sierra Burton, that was shot, uh, had a gunshot wound to her head. Surgery has been performed, and she is initially showing slight signs of responsiveness. She has not regained consciousness and is still fighting for her life. An arrest has been made by the great troopers of the Indiana State Police who responded to and took command of the scene. They are in command of the investigation, so any additional information regarding the details of the incident will have to come from them. Uh, so folks let's keep praying for her too Uh, miracles do happen we just have to keep our faith in the lord that's for sure and um you know i'm 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 reading this off of facebook uh from the richmond police department Uh, The city of Richmond is well protected and you will have a police response when needed. Along with the Indiana State Police handling the scene and investigation, their command staff committed to assign a group of ISP troopers to the city of Richmond to augment our responses for the next few days. Let me also mention the selfless outpouring of support, not only by our law enforcement brothers and sisters, but the outpouring of support from many members of our community, including local businesses. It has been a true heartwarming It has been truly heartwarming to witness the things I've seen and heard of today. This truly defines our community's interest in the well-being of their first responders and fellow citizens. And that was a thank you from the Richmond Police Department. And let's keep praying for Sierra Burton people. Mosquitoes bite some people more than others. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. Why are some people bitten by mosquitoes more than other people? A website has discovered some answers to this question. Researchers from the site Medical News Today, MNT, looked into what parts of us mosquitoes like. They found out some interesting things. A professor of public health, Dr. Jagdish Kubchandani, told MNT what he thought mosquitoes liked. He said, Studies suggest that pregnant women, people with high body temperature and sweat, and those with darker skin could be bigger targets. Blood type could be another factor. Studies found that mosquitoes are not so attracted to people with blood group A. However, they find people with blood group O 
a little tastier. Medical News Today reported that there are over 3,500 species of mosquitoes worldwide. Only a fraction of these bite people. Only the females of the species bite. They need blood to provide protein for their eggs. Mosquito bites are an annoyance for most people. The bite becomes itchy and can swell. However, millions of people have died from the diseases mosquitoes spread. These include malaria, dengue fever, West Nile virus, yellow fever, and Zika, among others. To avoid getting bitten, it is best to cover your skin with clothing. It is also a good idea to use insect repellent day and night, indoors and outdoors on any exposed skin. Sleeping under a mosquito net can also reduce the chances of being bitten. This is Teresa Pekorski reporting from Conroe, Texas in the United States. Something I would like to touch on that I'm going to be coming, going to pretty soon is um, Recover Out Loud 2022, August 20th from 12 to 7 at the Ingram Hall RV Hall of Fame in Elkhart, Indiana. It's hosted by Angel Bryant and she's a, a counselor for Stronger Than Addiction. And they have all kinds of family-oriented stuff, people that want to speak about their overcoming drug abuse. I think there's um, uh Christian rappers that are going to be there. Don't quote me. I did see that. Um, but you're, everyone is invited on Saturday, August 20th, 2022. That starts at 12. I'm definitely going to be out there getting some interviews, people. So come out there and let's meet each other. And, folks, something I've been waiting for I've never visited before. Michigan's longest garage sale gets underwear today. The... U.S. 12 Heritage Garage Sale will stretch from New Buffalo to Detroit, according to coordinator Chris Martin, and run through Sunday. We have 225 registered sales of people that can sign up on our website. People can still sign up, and there's no cost or anything like that. Martin says some areas will have vendors. He says some of the items for sale include jewelry, toys, furniture, and antiques. Get out there and get that good stuff, people. You could drive all the way to Detroit and find something. Wouldn't that be great? I'd, I'd love to do this. I have never been, and... Man, I know there's some good stuff out there. And I know people that live in Michigan that participate, too. Are you a part of this, Michigan? Anybody in Michigan listening to my podcast, a part of this garage sale? Chime in and let us know. Hey, everybody. Marty Miles here. It's August of 2022 already. And in just a few weeks, on the 27th, there's a worldwide event taking place called Play Music on the Porch Day. And this is a day that's been set aside for just the purpose of musicians getting together to play music and people to join them who want to listen to listen to the music for only one purpose. And that purpose is to enjoy playing and listening to music together. No gigs, no money involved, any, any of that. And I'm going to be hosting a songwriter's round or a uh, musician's round rather in my backyard and I'm pretty excited about that. In the meantime, I've been working on a new song and I just finished it and I thought this would be a good place to debut my new song. You're hearing it here first. It's called Remember the Future.
Listen to the land, listen to the land, the sigh of the wind and the shifting of sand. Hear the crying babes, hear the crying babes, feel the tears in the raindrops as they're washing down graves. See how things we crave, see how things we crave, often yield a treasure that the soul cannot save. Feel the hearts of stone, feel their hearts of stone, as they tumble down upon us, making dust from the bone. Raise our eyes to the sky, and give ear to the wind. Remember let the healing begin. Raise our eyes to the sky and give ear to the wind. Remember the future. Let the healing begin. Have our eyes gone blind? Have our eyes gone blind? Is there sap for the sightless and a will to rewind? Is the building on sand? Is our building on sand? Are we too late for turning to survive our own hand? Raise our eyes to the sky and give ear to the wind. Remember the future, let the healing begin. Raise our the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, this is the news from rural America. There's a little something for everyone in the Inflation Reduction Act, reducing health care costs, lowering the deficit, requiring the largest corporations to pay a minimum tax, and farmers and ranchers adopting conservation practices will benefit. Amelie Lipster with Ohio's Ecological Food and Farm Association says climate change impact is a growing threat to ag. It's just these extremes 
of going back and forth between too much rain, too much heat and sun that puts so much stress on the farm, on the crops. Farmers want to implement practices that improve their farm operations, protect the land and water. Why wouldn't we want to help them do that? Lipster says the historic legislation goes a long way toward making agriculture more climate resilient. Which means that we can all enjoy a more stable and secure food supply. Rural America is becoming more diverse, but the leadership of rural electric cooperatives hasn't caught up. Anya Slepian has more. Unlike most utility providers, rural electric cooperatives are run by their members, who are elected to their local boards through a democratic process. But despite serving increasingly diverse communities, cooperative leadership has remained overwhelmingly white and male, according to David Thompson, who helped conduct new research with the Rural Power Project. Women and people of color are being really, really badly disenfranchised by these institutions that are supposed to be owned and and run by their members. In a survey of nearly 900 rural electric cooperatives around the country, researchers found that women hold less than 13% of board seats. There is an even greater disparity for people of color, who compose a quarter of the rural population but make up only 4% of cooperative leadership. Thompson says this underrepresentation has serious implications. It preserves and exacerbates inequality. People are being denied opportunities at every turn. I'm Anya Slepian. Improvements to roads, bridges, airports. Money from last year's $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill proposed by President Biden and approved by Congress is now starting to reach certain areas. In rural Wisconsin, the help can't come too soon. Roads are so bad in places people are losing their dentures as they travel down the road. Mike Berg is a farmer and truck driver from Lafayette County. U.S. Department of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says benefits from the new funding will ripple throughout the economy. Not only to those who work in the transportation sector, but to every American who counts on great infrastructure to be able to get to where they need to be. Finally, it's summertime and the sweet corn is ripe. Get yours this week at your local farm stand. For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. For more rural stories, visit dailyyonder.com. And in other news, you may have heard about Anne Haish, who was in an a- accident. She is an actress. And today's topic says Anne Haish, legally dead, remains on life support for donor evaluation. In Los Angeles, Anne Haish remains on life support and under evaluation for organ donation after a car crash that led to her brain dead. A representative for the actor said Friday, under current California law, death can be determined by the loss of all brain function and in accordance with accepted medical standards. While Haish is legally dead, she's on life support and her heart is still beating so that the nonprofit organization One Legacy can determine if she can be a donor, spokeswoman Holly Baird said in a statement. The process, which involves assessing which organs are viable and finding an appropriate recipient, could take from one day to several days. In the U.S., most organ transplants are done after the donor has been declared brain dead. The actor suffered a severe anoxic brain injury caused by a lack of oxygen when her car crashed into a Los Angeles area home August 5th and fire erupted according to a statement released Thursday that said she wasn't expected to survive. She's been hospitalized at a Los Angeles burn center. Uh, A native of Ohio, Haish first became... 
became prominence on the NBC soap opera Another World from 1987 to 1991. She won a Daytime Emmy Award for the role of twins Marley and Vicky. And, folks, let's pray for her. And God bless her for donating her organs so that other people can survive as well. And it can happen to anybody. That's why we need to love everyone and hug everyone. And remember, tomorrow is not promised. And from Parade.com, our weird facts today. This is amazingly weird. On the list number 21, the NYPD had a police officer follow Andre the Giant, the wrestler, whenever he went out drinking. This was to make sure he didn't get drunk and fall on anyone. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. Another weird fact, but probably more common than we think of, is number 28 on the list. Without saliva, humans are unable to taste food. I tell you, with the COVID, I couldn't taste anything either. And it's time to wrap up Newsbeat Michiana with me, your host, Rachel. I just wanted to tell you good night and a little short prayer. A very powerful prayer, but a very short one. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord, I ask for protection for my family members and friends. Amen. Until next time, people. See you next week. Or listen next week, I should say. Good night. This concludes this edition of Newsbeat Michiana. We will be back tomorrow with fresh news. For more community news, listen to Sylvia Stark's podcast Michiana 101 available on our Anchor podcast channel page and other podcast platforms. Until next time, remember Jesus loves you and is always available to talk to via prayer. This has been a production of News Source 1 Michiana. News Source 1 Missiana, Elkhart, South Bend.